Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, no big speeches today. I want to jump right in with my friend, Mayor Billy Knight from Moss Point, and just say, to start out with, just how you doing, my friend? I'm doing fine, Ricky. It's good to see you, man. And thank you for inviting me back, Ricky. This is my second time, and I'm keeping up with it. So you need to know I'm keeping up with it. This is my number two. There's a lot to talk about. Um, I had a great conversation with Woody Bailey last week, as you know, from from Cruising the Coast. And we had chatted about this before, but... He went into he, we, what we did is a, a complete review of cruising the coast over an entire show, including an economic study that they had done, and uh, it was just it was a great conversation, and he was effusive about the, his experience in Moss Point. He'd already he'd already been incredibly complimentary of of what Moss Point had done there in this wonderful river city what they had done during cruising the coast, but he went into great detail about that again. And with whether I'm talking with Paige Roberts of the Chamber or talking with other leaders across coastal Mississippi, it's interesting the way Moss Point is becoming part of the conversation these days. Moss Point is beginning to, you know, with your I-10 corridor pro- uh, opportunities, with your, with your downtown redevelopment that you're thinking about, with just the fact that you – after <laughs> at this age decided to come be mayor of this great city um that's impressive to people and what i find is that it, forget all politics people don't care about politics when it comes to supporting you they just want to help you become a great leader in this in the time that you have to contribute to the city and people are excited about that and then i have to tell you i had michael watson as well last week and Michael Watson said of you that he remembered watching you on WLOX, and then when he was a young man, you actually invited him on your show, and what kind of impact that had. And, of course, you and I talked before. You had the same impact on me. Man, how does it feel to be touching so many people? Ricky, you know, I, you know, at the time you're doing it, you don't realize you're doing it. You know, you're just doing your job and doing what you think you ought to do. I've always been interested in young people because, you know, my my background is education uh, and I started out uh, teaching and coaching and it's all been it's always been about working with young people. So everything I've done all of my life Rick, has been about reaching out to young people and and always trying to be that role model because, you you know, they're watching all the time. And if you if you if you keep that in mind, you know, you try to behave yourself in a way that young people that may be watching will get some positive responses from that. So uh, everything I've done, Rick, has just been a natural kind of thing. I, I didn't know I was I didn't know I was impacting you, Rick. I didn't know I was I was impacting uh, Secretary Watson. I didn't know that at the time. I was just doing what I thought I ought to do and reaching out to people. Well, I had the pleasure of seeing you at the recent One Coast Award at the Beau Rivage packed room. I had the real pleasure of doing the keynote at the beginning. And as you know, I did a short video at the beginning with some really important comments from different players, including you. 
and um, and I and I and I challenged the group. Um, I think that, that Jerry St. Pay in particular has something really important to say about how we can't be complacent. We have if we get complacent, we're not going to take advantage of the opportunity. And I had a series of things that I challenged the group with, but then I had an opportunity to see you afterwards, and you were very thankful that we included you in in that important video. But also, I was reminded how dapper you are. You, I have never seen a man so well dressed in the moment. And I, of course, I remember the story well from your mother and how that was always an important part of who you are to, to present yourself in that sort of way. But you could have literally out of this room of 500 people, you could have literally been voted best dressed without any debate. That was what I noticed in you. But it was great to see you. Well, Rick, that was very, look, Rick, it's very kind of you, man. But Rick, I'm not doing anything special. It's just who I am. I've been there all the time. I'm not, I'm not really dressing to try to impress anybody. It's just who I am, and and I just think this is what I, this is the way I need to present myself every day. So, I appreciate you recognizing that, Rick. But you know, it's just it's just who I am, huh? Okay, so the last time we talked, we 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 talked about we won't go back into this again about why you felt compelled to run for mayor at a time when you could have rode off into the sunset with people like you and me. There is no running off into the sunset. You're gonna you're gonna always find what the next chapter of your life is going to be in a way that you can give to the community, and I I really respect that part of you. You were really looking forward to being mayor so you can make your impact, and I was deeply deeply interested in what you had to say about the way that you're reaching out and collaborating with others, and so many people are have been have been inspired by the collaboration that is taking place in the city and the very strategic approach that you're taking you know specifically where are the opportunities how can you make sure that moss point's a better place than when you came here as mayor how's it going it's going pretty good rick i'm you know i'm learning uh, every day uh, what i don't know and and that's good because as i learn what i don't know then i can i can try to put things in place to correct it so next month rick july i would have been here one year and so I've learned a lot and I've met a lot of new people that, that as you say, are reaching out to, to help. They want to see Moss Point do well. And because of the relationship that we've developed over the years, a lot of people are reaching out to help me. And so we are trying to be strategic in what we do because, you know, we just have so much work to do in Moss Point to build not only uh, the infrastructure on I-10, but we had to build infrastructure right here within City Hall. Things were just kind of out of control and there was no real structure. So we have to get that before we can reach out to anybody else, we have to get our own house in order. So we've been busy trying to get that done, you know, because without us having ourselves together and being able to give clear direction, you can't give it to anyone else. So I've been busy trying to get that. We've been doing a lot of training. We've got training going on now with staff, just trying to get them really understand what structure and what teamwork is all about so that when we do approach the community, you know, we all are together in this thing. And uh, so we've got a lot of help here, Rick. We've got, we feel good about where we are. We've still got a long ways to go, but but we're moving. I think we're moving in the right direction. Well, you know, nothing worth doing, nothing worth having is ever easy. And especially when you're talking about the massive amount of, of um, stakeholder work that has to occur both inside the city in, in terms of the employees and um, in terms of the stakeholders that, that don't actually work for the city, you know, developers and 
you know, people who are, live there and who want to have a role in the city and people who are not even from the city who care deeply about the city and want the city to be successful. When you're talking about revitalizing downtown and you're talking about the kind of funds that's going to be necessary to create the commercial corridor at I-10 uh, between 63 and 613, it it takes a lot of legwork on lots of levels to make something like that come to fruition, doesn't it? It does. And, uh, you know, we ask the people to be patient because it does take a lot to get it done. You know, the resources that is needed and then the, the, the where do you start? And it's all got to start with infrastructure. And people think you're not really making any progress because I don't see buildings going up. But it's just so much preliminary work that you got to do. And it takes time, you know, to get the resources. And then where do you start? You know, where do you start first? What is more important? And so to, to make those kind of calls, you know, we got to have right people, the engineers involved to help us make those decisions. But the main thing is that getting the amount of resources you need to get started. But what we decide to do, Rick, the, the resources that we do get, then we're going to decide where do we start with that little bit that we have. Because we can't wait till we get it all. You know, it's projected that we need like $30 million up there on interstate. Well, we can't wait till we get $30 million. You know, we got to start with the five that we got or six million that we have right now and project to make another year. We're going to have 14. We got to start with that. So what can we do with what we got that will make an impact and let people know that we have started and they can kind of see that we are getting things done and kind of have a vision for what it might look like in the end. So we're going to yeah. start with what we have within another year. You'll see some action up there. As soon as we get the engineer architects on board, and start making some some strategic plans about where do we start. But we're going to start pretty shortly, Rick, so people can actually see. And we're looking at that Cracker Barrel. If you know where Cracker Barrel is, that's that service road that we think that we can open up first that would help those businesses there and get access to that service road. And people then can see that we're actually doing something, and then we can grow from we can grow from there. Well, what is significant about this? I remember this in my time having responsibility for Mississippi Press and the work that I did in Mobile as well. Is that as for for you know, just to visualize when you're driving in back into Mississippi from Alabama, uh, most people do can, you can visualize where that crackle bear is because it's it's there right there on the interstate. But think of this: that think of that interchange, that basic area, this what we call a commercial corridor, as a real opportunity for significant development for people who will choose instead of going into Mobile, instead of coming back over into Mississippi, and then of course that whole area north of there and south of there can draw commercial business into that area as well. But it is a real opportunity; it's a multi-state opportunity for. Uh, for Moss Point and for, for Jackson County and for Mississippi, for that matter. And, yeah, you know, when I saw the plan, I, I just said, this is a no-brainer. This is something we we better get aligned around because the sales tax collection opportunity for the state, the opportunity to get some out-of-state dollars moving into here, um, it's, and just to think about the traffic on I-10 just in general, um, it is a it is a really, really real and present opportunity for, for the state. I'm glad to hear uh, that Mayor, you're going to be doing it in a staged approach and not waiting to get the whole kahuna before you move. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Mayor Billy Knight of Moss Point. See you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I'm having a terrific conversation with my friend, Mayor Billy Knight from Moss Point, someone who I admire greatly, have for many, many, many years. So it's such a pleasure to reconnect with him after having not spoken to him in many, many years, but but having had respect for him for so long and to be able to talk about opportunities that the city has in a way that that educate people. You know, it's interesting, Mayor, and, and this is part of the frustration, I think. When you get elected mayor, you're there for a certain number of years. You know, certainly some mayors can choose to get reelected. You may do that yourself. But the reality is you only have a limited amount of time. Now, there are certain things you can do tactically, which means short term, like focus on cleaning up the city and dealing with the image of the city and, and rallying people together and training employees and doing things that, that citizens can see with their own eyes and say, hey, that's good progress. Then, of course, you got the strategic stuff. That's where you takes a lot of patience, a lot of stakeholder communication and analysis. And you don't always see the results that come from that. You alluded to that during the first session. But but it's still equally important. It's really important. In fact, a lot of the things that you lay the groundwork for, you may not actually get to appreciate as the mayor of the city. It may be your the, the next person who comes in who sees that. But if you can build a vision that shows the power of revitalizing downtown and the opportunities incumbent around the I-10 corridor and the opportunities around rebuilding and improving the image of Moss Point and you know the, the whole beautification issue of the riverfront opportunity and on and on and on. If you can lay the groundwork for these things and show people strategic focus, so hopefully you, you the next mayor and the next mayor and the next mayor, they'll, it, it will take multiple mayors to realize that vision, but the, the vision is so compelling that it, it, it that excites people for generations. That's your hope, isn't it? It is, but Rick, you know, uh, Rick, I wish more more so-called politicians would, would, would think the way I'm thinking, and I know that it would, will not happen, is that it's not about me, Rick. It's not about me. It's about me making a difference for the people coming behind me. So what I'm trying to do, Rick, is set a foundation that will be solid, that someone hopefully that come behind me will build on that. Somebody got to build a foundation and not worry about getting credit for it. Because like you say, it's like, Rick, I look at it like I'm planting a tree that I will never sit under to enjoy. Because by the time the tree is grown up where you get the shade and all that, you know, I won't even be around. But it's not about me. I'm planning for my grandkids, my great grandkids. That's who I'm planting that tree for. Yeah. So what I'm doing here in Moss Point is building a foundation that generations after me will will benefit from. So it doesn't matter who gets credit. It doesn't matter whether anybody even remember who got it started. The important thing is let's get it started. Rick, you're right about that I-10 quarter, is that we have been complaining in Moss Point about what we don't have and have not thought about what we do have. You know, Moss Point downtown, everybody talk about is a diamond in the rough, but I-10 is a bigger diamond in the rough that we got right here within our midst that we control and yet we have not been doing anything about it, but complaining about what we don't have. 
But see, here's the, here's the way I see it. If you know, if you take the accumulation of all the conversations that I've had, and I talk about revitalization, you know, I, again, I mean, I could give you so many specifics and conversations I've had with Paige about downtown Pascoola. Certainly, we've had these conversations about Moss Point. But with Mayor Willis, and you know, he has the same view you have about doing his part now, and you know, and and it's not about him. Or if I'm having conversations with Kenny Holloway, same kind of conversations that are there. Are a lot of alignment in Jackson County now, and the leaders that are that are focusing on this. But but let's let's come back to downtown. What I love about the conversations that are happening downtown and downtown revitalization and I-10 corridor can be parallel tracks. They have to be parallel tracks. And downtown, what you're talking about is a city that people are beginning to become more aware of, the opportunities to build mixed use, the opportunity to create a, a, a vibrant downtown with a little bit more density, maybe you know just just to create this wonderful, walkable downtown riverfront city. If you haven't been to Moss Point in a while, take take a trip off of I ten or from Highway ninety and go take a look at it and get your mind around what this looks like, what the opportunity looks like. It's a city that's got growing pride for what it has, and the, and it's a beautiful waterfront area. There's no doubt about it. And then yeah. of course, so that's going to bring people that are part of the new economy that want to live, work, and play in a community. Moss Point's an area that people would be attracted to, and we might be able to bring people in here from all over the country. And then on top of that, you know, the other parallel track of work is the big, the big, the big goose, which is going to lay big golden eggs, is going to happen at I-10. And if you can, if you can accomplish both of those while also simultaneously improving sort of the image of the city, again, some people still think of Moss Point as sort of the the paper mill town. Well, those days are long behind us, as you and I discussed before. Now these new opportunities are emerging, and this pride in the city is there, and it's super exciting. Some things will happen more immediately. Some things won't happen for 15 years, but you got to have a plan, don't you? Exactly. You know, downtown, Rick, is, you know, I'm looking at downtown, like you said, as more of a residential uh, mixed-use uh, retail and mixed-use with residential. I don't know, IGN, we're looking at it as a combination of commercial and retail, you know, where you got commercial from the standpoint of, of warehouses and those kind of things, small warehousing, along with also retail stores. But downtown, we're talking about retail stores and residential use, the mixed use concept that we're talking about. We're partnering with Mississippi Power now to doing study downtown as to what it really can look, look like. You know, let's talk to the owners over there about that has the opportunity to have a mixed use type of property there. So we're beginning to work those plans down to say, what to, what can we reimagine? Let's reimagine downtown with that beautiful waterfront and what can it really look like? And we're getting a lot of input from different people to say, okay, well, what do we want Moss Point to look like in 10 or 15 years from now? You know, let's look long-term. Let's don't talk about right now, but we talk about a walkable community, walkable community because that's what the young generation is looking for. They're looking for something that they can walk around in and enjoy, sit out and enjoy the weather. But also they can go to a restaurant, they can go to retail stores that they want. So we got to have a mixed use kind of atmosphere to think about going forward and what young folk want. So we're getting that kind of input to make sure that we're not building something for right now, but we will, we're building for, for the future. So that this growth that we have is going to be maintained because that's what the people want. So we yeah. got to think forward rather than right now. I, I mean, it's going to pay off. There's no doubt about it. And, and believe me, there's money 
even in this moment, there's money available for investing in things like you're talking about. I'll cite one that's happening in Gulfport now. It just got approved, and it's moving forward at the corner of Highway 90 and 49. And it's you know it's a fifty million dollar mixed use project. Rick Carter and Roy Anderson locally. Roy Anderson Andacor is going to build it, and Stuart Speed out of Jackson's been on my show a couple of times to talk about it. But you know that's big scale. But what the point I'm making is that whether it's that money or some local investors that are building multiple mixed use developments, some in Biloxi, some in Pascagoula. It's unbelievable what's happening. The opportunity is there from Moss Point with the with this vision and this attractive downtown opportunity. I guarantee you that investors will flow in there if you have the uh, the plan that that excites them. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I'm excited about that too, Rick. I'm just glad to be in this in this place at this time to help drive that concept. You know, because what, what's driving me, Rick, you talked about earlier is, is vision and and purpose. You know, vision and purpose. You know, I, the reason I wanted this job is because I believe this is my purpose, and I certainly have a vision for what I'm talking about and what I'm trying to do. So yeah. if, that, if I'm allowing my vision to drive the purpose that I have, yeah. and if I keep those two in mind, it's not about me. It's about trying to prepare the future for people coming after me because the opportunities are here. We just have to take advantage of them and stop complaining about what we don't have and look at what God has blessed us with. I mean, we got things here that most cities would love to have. Rick, we got water, we got rail, we got airport, we got I-10. Most cities don't have all four of those transportation systems. Most yeah. don't have those. Yeah. I, I remember I had a, and we're getting to the end of this segment, but look, I had a great meeting with this guy named Michael Gallus, major planner. We went up to Charlotte to meet with him, and we put, laid out this this map of Mississippi, at Mississippi Gulf Coast. And the first thing he looked at is, okay, where's your interstate? You know, where's your airport located? Where, how's your infrastructure work? Do you have a port? What's your access to water? Those are the first things he asked. And then he said, okay. Wow, you have all those things. <laughs> and now what do we do? And it was just an amazing conversation about how do you build so that so that you can have great economic opportunity in the future on so many different in so many different ways. And Rick, what but, I what I what I would mention, Rick, is I think we have not told that story enough. See, people don't even know we got this. I know. We, got, we, haven't, we haven't been talking about it. I think once we make people outside of the Gulf Coast know what we have. Yeah, they would want to come because they want to be a part of it. They look for that kind of access. And we're coming to the end, but look, you and I. I here's what I want to do. You, you and uh, uh, Jalen Morris have a podcast, and I want to, I want to have you and him both on soon and just talk about that. So right. we'll we'll stay in touch. I'm inspired by you. We will stay in touch with you and continue to tell your story. So it's been a pleasure, Mayor. Oh, Rick, thanks so much for inviting me, man. I love you. Take care. You bet, my friend. We'll see you after this break. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.